1: Okay, ready your ears, Thomas, because I'm going to ask a rather convoluted question for you. Uh, uh, Have you ever become friends with an ex's new partner?
0: And ex's new partner. So you've
1: broken up with Jeez. someone and you're on, let's assume you're on good terms yeah. with them. That doesn't happen to me, so I can't relate. Um, but let's imagine that you're still on good terms with them and they start seeing someone new.
0: Yes, my, my, my knee-jerk reaction was, no, of course not. Why would you want to be friends with an ex? But I realised uh, it was a high school yeah. girlfriend. Uh, cl- clearly we broke up and I went to her wedding. Where, to a new to a new man no no him know her fine happy b- b- was there
1: good. ever any part where you were like
0: no 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 not um, even
1: a protective i don't think they're right or yes no, they are no they
0: were they would it was one of those dorky obviously cute like uh, cute dorky couples that right. made sense and no and 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 animosity whatever mm. that word is mm. and um it was all yeah, all good uh, so yes. Yes, I nice. have been I have managed to be friends with a with an ex's partner. See, look, yeah.
1: my issue is that I'm not really friends with any of my exes. So this whole world of being friends with exes and being friends with exes' new partners is totally totally foreign to me. I would assume
0: that you're in the majority there that I I think most people like to say can we still be friends? Let's be friends. And But I think in general, most people will fall apart or drift away from exes. But to yeah. uh, uh, end it, probably even And like
1: r- I've tolerated, not tolerated, but like I've, I've formed an understanding with, with exes, new partners, where they initially hated me, but then, you know, now we're like, we don't mind each other. We're not yeah. friends though. I'd never hey. text her or call her or be like, oh my God, let's hang out. Unlike the guests that we have today. I'm Liz Best. Welcome to Ghost of Boyfriends Past. <laughs> yes, it's
0: all happening and I'm Tom Harris. Thank you for coming along. And the
1: guests that we have today are Carly and Michelle. Yes. Welcome. Hello. Carly's a returning guest. Hi, friends. <laughs> Michelle is brand new. Hello. Now, the reason why I have brought them on this little podcast is because Michelle used to be married to Jared. Now Carly is married to Jared. Correct. And these two are besties. And yeah. I think it's Family. fucking weird. <laughs> it is. Oh,
0: yeah. it's a good it's a good <laughs> phrase fucking weird. I think most readers at home will be going, "What? What? She married to him but no longer, but now she married yep. it, and now Leo well, and they're friends." Yep. You, you t- that's the key thing. You do a friend? Honestly,
2: you know, that is the reaction that we get a lot. Yeah, where people go imagine. especially people who were friends with Jared and Michelle when yes. they were Jared and Michelle. And it's now Jared and Carly and these people meet me and they see that I'm friends with Michelle on Facebook and we're posting photos and they're like, how does that work? What the fuck?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what I wanted to do today was kind of chat through um, the the beginning of the end of your relationship and the beginning of your relationship and your initial thoughts of each other and how we got from that's my – uh, current boyfriend's ex-wife to—that's the godmother of my children. Yeah, because that's where we've ended up, right? Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. yeah
3: okay wouldn't want it any other way no know. that's
1: really cute and gross it's quite, it's, quite <laughs> it's,
0: it's very cute it's quite it's really quite quite incredible it's quite it's quite uh, see it
2: doesn't feel special to us but, it, like.
0: but it, in this in this sort of societal yeah. Uh, yeah. The way of looking at things it's As quite it's quite incredible
1: especially like I get that some like men might be friends with you know be like oh yeah I dated but yeah, like women yeah. are taught by society to be catty towards the people that their partners have sure. dated there's there's this there's this animosity that's kind of built into society for women Already, and then you add that you've dated the same person and there's something that gets really catty about that. What I'll do first is we'll go through the rules. I don't think a few of them apply to you because we're not using any... Um, uh, why can't I remember the word? That's yeah. the word I can't remember. It just went out of my brain. I was like, <laughs> nom was de down. plumes. I'm like, no, that's written. Um, so the first is that we use aliases, but we're not doing that today because Jared is very well aware that you both are in here today. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the other one is if you've worked out who they're talking about, don't tell anyone. But But, we're being open about that again today. Absolutely. And the last rule is no threats on Mike. And look, to be honest, if you want to threaten your husband or your ex, (laughs) that's your funeral.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But but, but really, we're not not really here for threats and and pitchforks and all that. Uh, It's more kumbaya and and all that. It really
1: is, isn't it? Gross. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I've been the friend the whole time that's been, it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird to Carl. And she's like, it's not, it's not. It's and then the I met you commute, and I was like, yeah. well, she's fucking delightful. Aww, so that's, you. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now, but I still think it's weird.
3: It is um, for a lot of people. Look, Absolutely.
1: It, I imagine that. Okay. So look, let's situate this um, towards the, so first of all, how long were you and Jared together?
3: Uh, we met in 2007 mm-hmm. and we met on a dating, a dating app dating that won't app. be named. What was it called? Really, oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Do you want to bleep that out or are you okay with it being heard whispered?
3: Whispered is fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> so th- this dating app was back in the day where there wasn't any instant messaging. Right. It, it was you send an email. And yeah. you wait until the next day and then you get excited. And um, so Jared messaged me. And the first thing that he said is, um, hi, my name is Jared. First of all, I think you're absolutely beautiful. And so being a woman, I'm like, okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> the <with Anne>. oh. <laughs> thing with Jared up, is
2: he absolutely would have meant that too. Oh, he's, yeah.
3: he's literally the most genuine person and he will never say anything that he wouldn't mean. And right. that's like in total total honesty. Um, and even if it hurts your feelings, you know, <laughs> yeah. you come, it comes from a place of love. Sometimes to wanna, his detriment. <laughs> he doesn't want to lie. He doesn't want to, you know, yeah. make you feel good for the sake of, not hurting your feelings. But yeah, totally genuine guy. So everything happened very, very quickly with Jared. Mm-hmm. I was I was twenty six, he was twenty-three, just turning twenty-four. Just and, about um, to finish his degree. Just about to finish his uni degree. Like so a month off finishing. He was very um very, very determined. Right. And so and he was very um protective of his time so he had priorities Mm -hmm. so school was his priority which is fantastic Mm. which you know i was all like a little bit pouty about it because i'm like oh i'm smitten with this man you know (laughs) pay attention to me yeah i was like i need your attention (laughs) no i
2: need to get my degree
3: (laughs) pretty much and at that time he was um in a duo so he is a musician and he absolutely loves his music so he would pick me up friday night Saturday night, and I would just go to every single gig. Right. Yep. Yeah. And um, so fast forward, we ended up moving in together because I needed to move out of where I was, mm-hmm. and so we got a place. And he ended up getting a full time job, which, which he hated, yeah, absolutely hated. And and it broke my heart because he wasn't happy, mm. and I was working where I work now for sixteen years. And I just said to him, "Do you know what, babe? Do your passion." If you want to be a musician full-time, because he discussed it with me, he was like, what do you think about this? What do you think if I quit this and did this full-time? I said, well, I've got the stable job. I've been in this job for years. You go pursue what you want to do because I want you to be happy. Gorgeous. Because yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to
0: do. Good on you for He's, saying you that. You know,
2: yeah. he still credits you with no. his successful career today. Come oh. oh. Yeah. Stop. Oh this is God. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, <laughs> if it <laughs> wasn't for Michelle saying, I believe in you, you can do this. He wouldn't have the music career that he does today.
3: I was, yeah. I was like me, I'm happy to do what He'll I'm be doing. be still
2: selling paint at an unnamed paint store.
3: Or the courier company. Oh yeah. Mm. So he, um, very intelligent man. So he's got his degree marketing, all that sort of thing. And a musician and a very talented musician as well. So he had all of these things going for him to be successful and very, very determined. So off he went. He marketed himself. Um, we went. I went to almost every single gig that he had, and yeah, everything was like fine for a while, like a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, we were trying to. Not at that point in time. We ended up getting engaged mm-hmm. and then we got married mm-hmm. um, in 2012, July. And um, we wanted to have a family. Mm-hmm. But I had all these health issues right, that was preventing me from from doing that. And we paid all this money to be told that I was infertile, basically. Mm. That
1: That's fucking awful. Well, I'm yeah. sorry. You're yeah. yeah. So,
3: and he always wanted to be a dad. Yeah. Because he's got pretty amazing parents that are just completely in love and his dad always had the time for him. No matter how busy his dad was, mm-hmm. he would come home and play with Jared and spend time with Nikki, and, you know, all that sort of thing. So that was really beautiful and I, I wanted that. But being told that and spending all this money, it was just like, pff, it's pointless. Like yeah, mm. And I didn't want to go through the IVF route. Um, mm-hmm. I just accepted that it wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. So... That put a little bit of a strain on our relationship. Of course. Obviously. So, you know, he started to, you know, throw himself more into work and I kind of just accepted that. So along the way we just kind of started to become like distance and Mm -hmm. um, more like like best friends basically.
0: Yeah, sure.
3: So it kind of got to the point where – I had all these visions of what I wanted in a relationship and because he was a musician and worked on the weekends and all that sort of thing, like, at that time, I felt like I was missing out on a partner. Yeah.
1: Um, Because the weekend is a crucial time to spend with a partner, I feel. Like, when you're working Monday to Friday, like, and you don't have that non-traditional schedule like a musician, you actually want to spend the weekend with your partner and then that's when they go to work.
3: Yeah. And so there was a lot of me... Like waiting around and being patient, and I mean, he never denied me anything, like money wise. Um, the only thing that was kind of missing was the time. Mm-hmm. But he always tried to make the best effort that he could. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to go to the beach on the weekend, he would be like, "Okay, well, I've got a gig. I'll get home at one o'clock. Wake me up at eleven, and then we'll go." So he he did try. And so
0: I, yeah, so you're you're both putting in effort from separate paths. Just, yeah. So there's no, it's not like you're not working, like neither of you, like well, one of you isn't working on it or trying to make it happen. It's we just, did. you're just like, hey, we're over, over here. Like Ships in the night. Yeah. And it's a bit, it's just odd. <laughs>
2: we
3: really did try. We really he did could. try. And he we,
2: would sit and watch maths with you on like did, a Tuesday did. night and he'd ugh. be like, ugh. Yeah. But he, he would hated. do it because he wanted to spend that time <laughs> yeah. with you. Yeah. Like, That's
3: exactly right. And, you know, he was such a beautiful, affectionate man, like... He was very accommodating to, like, my emotional needs, which... um, There are a lot of. There's lots of There's lots of Um, (laughs) You're emo, but I love you. I'm a a Pisces. (laughs) Don't hold it
1: against me. Oh,
2: God, I dated a
1: Pisces.
3: No, thank you. Yeah, don't. (laughs) Do not recommend. Um, So kind of eventually it got to the point where all this distance was just creating issues, and so we were starting to get a little bit angry and resentful. Something's got to give. Yeah. Like
1: something has to give in a situation like that. Yeah. Because you're both not meeting each other's needs, but you're Correct. trying, but in the wrong areas f- for each other.
3: And we were married. Yeah. And it never occurred to me that I would ever break up with him. It would just be – just get through it because that's what marriage is. You mm. You do your level best. And so when I decided it was time for me to leave, it was – the hardest decision that I ever had to make because I've got this beautiful man that would do anything for me except I didn't have a lot of the time from him. Mm -hmm. And he is an amazing provider, amazing. Like he's very like fiscally responsible. Um, I would write him a list and he would get it done. Like he's a list person. So if I said you need to do these 10 tasks, he would just put headphones on and he'd just do it. Mm -hmm. So – Back then, it was, I think, 2018, 2019. In my mind, I was doing the right thing. Yeah. I was doing the right thing. You know what? This isn't working for me anymore. Um, And I created a lot of distance. Mm-hmm. And so he noticed that. And I don't remember this, but, you know, Jared said that he came up to me and said, do you, do you want to break up? And I said, yes. I don't remember that. Right. And, um, one of the hardest things is seeing the look on his face. I'll I'll never forget (sighs) it ever.
1: I've said it a million times over and I will continue saying it till the day I die. I think it's harder to break up with someone who genuinely loves you Mm. than it is to be dumped.
0: And, and, uh, breaking up with or divorcing a decent man who's a, like, who's, who cares for you and yeah. is responsible and yet in the, like a big shopping list of qual- of good qualities. It's easy to sort of break up with a fucking nightmare of a person. Mm. You can run away, like, get out of my life. You
3: think that, but it's
0: actually yeah, yes, still pretty, not yes, easy to yes,
1: break yes, up with a nightmare. Easy, like yeah, it's pretty hard seeing <laughs> the look on their
3: little faces. Like. Oh, I broke the man's heart. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so I think the reality came down to um, I found a place to live. Yeah, I, I found a room in this beautiful house, um, share housing with great people. And Jared said to me, when you left, I realised that all I wanted to do was come home to you. And I was like, oh, oh God. God. And it broke my heart. Yeah, and he says shit like that. Oh, God. And, you know, it changed him. And, and I believe that experience made him a better man for Carly. Right. And a better father. Right, thanks. so we <laughs> continued to hang out.
1: Yeah, okay. So this is the part that I find weird. Yeah, continuing to hang out with somebody who still has feelings for you because and he obviously would have still had feelings for you when you first broke up. And how I, do you navigate that? And
0: can I uh, c- uh, clarify, hanging out? Are you in physical proximity or is it texting? What what is hanging out? Monday, is it seeing each other. Yes. A lot? So
3: it was like. Hanging out physically, but nothing romantic. Oh no, no, I didn't. I, I
0: wasn't. Yeah. But they had a
3: there.
1: what was it? A standing one night a week. You guys have dinner, right?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, we would hang out all the time. Mm. Um, so Tasmania. Yeah, we went to Tasmania on yeah, we a to Tasmania holiday
1: on a as
2: friends after yeah. you'd separated. No, I we don't did.
3: get that. So we had a beautiful time down there, and you know, he wasn't shy about saying, "You're my wife. I want to get you back." Right. I, I didn't really know what to say to that because I've already crushed this man. You yeah, know, he had he already like, checked out. Yeah, he had, like, all these hopes and I was just, you know, I was thinking about the future and what kind of relationship I could go into next and, yeah, so all of that was done and he'd come over for a swim. Um, when I moved to a new place, we would have Monday, which mm-hmm. was every Monday he would come over mm-hmm. and I would cook him dinner. Okay. And then I would put some aside for Carly. And be like, you can take that home. So that, that <laughs> was okay. So we
1: need to take a yeah. little step yeah. back for a bit. Okay, <laughs> so you guys have broken up. You're still hanging out. Carly comes on the scene. How did you come on the scene? How did the meeting happen? What happened?
2: Jared hired me as a singer. So he was your boss. That's it, inappropriate. Technically, <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. But it's, look, um, self-managed small business. Okay, so no judgment. Okay. It's the music business, KB. It's, <laughs> yeah. all, it's all on yeah. industry. Everyone's yeah. doing everyone. Um, so December 2020, we met. Mm-hmm. Um, my marriage was... You know the story, Liz. Yep. I've told the story here on the pod before. Go yep. no, listen to that episode. We'll put it um, in the show notes if you yeah. want to go back and listen to a bit of uh, Carly 101. <laughs> actually, I don't know if I've actually discussed that particular. Oh, Maybe not. I
1: did in the Carly and the Engagement Rings. Yes. because yes, yes, yes. No, this is the Carly of the many engagement rings. <laughs> I can't get one. She's had four. Yep. It's fine. You're
2: welcome. Nice. <laughs> um So I met Jared and we became friends and my marriage ended and we essentially bonded over our mutual failed marriages. Mm. So, um, Misery loves company. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. So in the February of 2020 – no, so December 2019 I met him. So February 2020 we started dating and then the world went to shit. Yes, it did. Um, And so – One of the first things Jared said to me, he was like, look, I'm really happy with this relationship, but I have a wonderful friendship with my ex-wife and maintaining that friendship is really important to me and I would really like it if you were okay
1: with that. Gut reaction. What was your gut reaction to that? Fine. Really?
2: I don't fucking get you people. I had just (laughs) finished a relationship (laughs) with one of my, uh, a musical with one of my exes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm the kind of person that I've, like you said before, um, people who have had a relationship and had really bad breakups because the person's next partner hates mm. the thought of you. I've had both. I've got exes who I'm really good friends with their new wife, or mm-hmm. new partner, and I've got exes who no longer speak to me because their new partner said, don't you dare ever mm. text that person again. Mm. So there's, there's both sides, but I... For the most part, still speak to most of my long term exes. But there wasn't
1: any part of you that went, that would be difficult to have her no. in our lives?
2: No, not at all. Yeah. Because I, I, I think it was it. the way that Jared spoke about Michelle that made me think that he has a deep respect for this woman. And if I were to interfere with that, that might affect how our relationship develops. Mm. And I'm like, I have no reason to dislike this woman. Their marriage ended. Okay,
1: no big deal. What about you? How did you feel when Carly came <laughs> along and how did he <laughs> – I love them both of you start giggling. How did he tell you that he had started seeing someone and how did you deal with that about face from I want to get you back to I'm seeing someone?
3: So I mistakenly thought that Jared knew who Carly was. Right. And I don't know where I got that idea from. But I thought that she already knew him. So I was like... Like for years.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah
3: I don't know where I got that idea from. And he's like, I don't know her at all. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, whatever. And um, so I had a little bit of an attitude around that because I genuinely thought because of the music industry and like everything around that, that everybody just knows everybody. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knew who I was. You know, that's Mich- that's Michelle, Jared's wife. Like mm. I'd go to gigs and they'd, you know, want to talk to me and sit with me and I'd sometimes I'd bring a book <laughs> so people wouldn't yeah. talk to me. That's Gig coach so, please fuck off. Yeah, yeah because I I was there to see him, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Um, so when he told me that he had hired her, like I was all for that, like with yeah. you, you know, and there would be nights where I'd be like, do you want to have dinner? Do you want to go out and do something? And he'd be like, oh, actually I'm going to see a show with Carly. And I'm like. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> sure. Who dat? <laughs> Who dat? And I remember he just started spending more and more time with her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when it was, but I remember I went over one day and I think I was just really sad and just felt really like alone Maybe I was hormonal. It was Happens. like the
2: 21st or 22nd of February because it was a week before
3: your birthday. Yeah,
2: right. Yep.
1: yep. You miss calendar. Yeah, you've got you all of the bloody you. dates in your head.
3: Uh, no, actually, I think it was after that. Because because for your birthday, he took you out to Hogsbury. He did. He and t- that's when you chucked a tante. He took me out to <laughs> dinner, which is beautiful. He always just made the biggest deal uh-huh. out of me and my birthdays. Any occasion, really. And he pretty much said something like, it's been six months since you've been out of the house. Are you planning on coming home? And I didn't know. I said, I I don't know what I want. So it's not – it wasn't fair on me to put that expectation that he would wait for me.
1: Were you on the scene at all Was at, at this point? So,
2: yeah, that, that conversation was Valentine's Day 2020 because he had a conversation with me um, that day as well. And he said, I've spoken to Michelle. I asked her – if there is any chance mm. that she will come back into my life. He said I needed to give her one opportunity to say, yes, we'll get back together. And he said, Michelle said, no, I'm moving on. And Jared said, okay, well, then I've met someone. And
3: so I knew that they were hanging out yeah. and I knew it was Carly, um, but there was, there was some, yeah, that incident where I went over and he was asleep and I just let myself in the house. And um, he said, I have something to tell you. I'm like, what? And he's like, I'm in love with Carly. And that broke my heart. It did because okay. he takes love very seriously. He doesn't say things that he does not mm. mean. So for him to say that he is no longer in love with me, I know that he means it. And so I accepted that and I was like, okay. And it was upsetting. So Wants to hear, yeah. Yeah, sure. and so like I'd left and I had to process that. But I was like, what can I do, you know? Um, There were instances where prior to that I got tonsillitis and where I was living didn't have any air con, so I would stay there for a couple of nights. And I remember one particular day, um, Jared's like, this is before. He's Mm. fallen in love with Mm – he probably was already in love with her but just didn't know it at the time. Mm. So he's like, oh, I just got – like.'" Message from Carly, and she wants to know if you know um, I want to go to sushi, and I'm just like, sure, do whatever you want, like, you know, it's up to you. And so he's like, okay, cool. And I coincidentally, I had to go to the chemist, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna pass the sushi place. Aww. So I was like, trying oh, to no. kind of sneak past, <laughs> and Jared's <laughs> like,
2: hey, Michelle, <laughs> come oh, nice. on, and I was like, so that was when we first met, that was like, so yeah, so January, February 2020.
3: So that's, yeah, so I actually met you at a, at Sunnybank one night as well. No, you didn't. You gave me side eye and then you left. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. I'm not going to deny big, that. Yeah, yeah. But I think yeah. that was before you and Jared got together because that he was, was still introducing me as his wife. Right. Like, this is my wife, Michelle, and then Carly came along and I was like, I'm not down for it. So I just ended up leaving because, yeah, it was just a little bit awkward. We weren't dating then. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. And so – I'm going to the chemist to try and get some stuff and I then meet Carly. And so I don't even – it was a little bit of a blur because it was a little bit – Of a surprise and a bit of a shock and I wasn't ready for it and I was sick and... No
1: one wants to run into an ex when they're sick full stop, let alone if they're on a date Mm. with somebody. Like even if you don't really care about them or don't want to date them anymore, you like you want to be looking hot when that happens. And
0: Liz, do you reckon there's a little part not for everyone. This isn't, I'm not putting this on net on anyone or, ev- or everyone during there's little part of you after breakup where you're like, no, but you're, you're my, ma- you were mine. Like there is. And you're like, you're trying to ha- eat your cake and have it too, where you want to go your own way and leave. But it's comforting behind. knowing but that somebody yeah. still but yours, loves no, you. Hang on. You're still, Absolutely. you're still mine. Like you're still, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Weird.
3: Yeah. I, I, I never thought about that to a degree, but like, Every now and again, it did pop into my head, like he's my husband. I married him. Yeah, he's you know? still and, mine. And, and so Same. we then got to Bastille Day. So Jared and I are having these Monday dates. So I'd be like, "How's Carly?" And he'd <laughs> she would because Jared would come
2: home <laughs> and be like, "Michelle says hi." I'm like, "What is Michelle actually?" <laughs> Does she <eat> <laughs> did she? He's really? like, "Oh, this this food is for you." I'm like, "Is it or is it your leftovers to bring home?" He's like.
1: So you were aware that there was a little bit of of tension on that side and you were like, no tension here. Yeah,
3: I'm fine. But I, I honestly was weirded out myself. I'm like, why is she okay with this? Because yeah. again, I was
1: too. As someone <laughs> who was her best friend at the time, I was like, what? I'm sorry, your husband is where with who every Monday? What mm. do you mean? He goes on a date with his ex-wife every Monday. What do you mean?
2: I mean, like, I had to understand that at that point they had been best friends for twelve years. Mm. And they didn't end their relationship with animosity. So I had no reason to dislike this woman.
1: But you, knew. I had no reason to feel threatened. I think mm. what's confusing me, right, is that you were aware of the fact that he literally still felt enough for her to say, it's been six months, are you coming home? Yeah. And you were still okay with that. Like, I get that he went, okay, we're moving forward from that point on. He needed on, that but closure in order for us to start anything.
2: He yeah. said, right. look, I need... For my mind, he said, I married Michelle. I need to know that there is absolutely no chance does, that she will come home. He yeah. does
1: seem like a very, um, I made a vow and I need to stick by my Absolute, word Absolutely, When we yeah. first started dating, he was still wearing his wedding band from when Yowza. he married Michelle. No. And he uh, said, look,
2: I'm not, I'm not comfortable to take this off yet. And I went, that's fine in your own time. About a week later, it came off. Wow. Yeah. Because he was like, you know what? I would have fucking run for the hills if I were you. When he he realised that he was in love with me and that we had a relationship, he was
3: like, it is inappropriate for me to wear this now. Bye-bye. He's very, very respectful like that. Mm. Right. And and I love that about him because, you know, he did hurt my feelings, but I ended the relationship. So how did you go
1: from – How's Carly? To, oh, my God, can we have some wine and cheese? What's happening, girly? Like, how did we – Okay, like, how did Bastille that happen? Day. <laughs> Bastille Day happened,
3: which is a tradition that we now have every year. Um, but a friend of ours, Jared, and I would just go to Bastille Day. Mm-hmm. It started off with Peg's Pie. Peg's, yeah. And then we expanded it to Jared as well. And then now it's extended to Carly. And um, so we went to this amazing restaurant – that's no longer in Logan, unfortunately. Um, the White House of Waterford, and it was just elegant and beautiful, and the food was amazing. And Jared would always talk so positively about Carly, mm-hmm. and me knowing Jared as the man that he is, with a lot of honesty and integrity, he he would not have chosen somebody terrible for himself. And, and, you're, and
0: you're like, he married me, so he must have good good. <laughs> well, t- <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit spicy, but I was okay. <laughs>
3: but like knowing the man that he is, he would never allow somebody toxic into his life. Mm-hmm. And so he would, he would tell me stories about Carly and the things that you know he was willing to share. Like he was very protective of Carly, very protective of their relationship. If I'd made a snide comment or was a little bit sarcastic, he shut it down. And I respected that a lot about him. And And I I did a nice thing that day. So you did. You absolutely did. So so
2: Jared had prepaid for lunch. mm -hmm. So with Bastille Day, it's a French restaurant. You have to book and pay in advance. Mm -hmm. The three of them were going out for lunch. Jared goes to his car. (laughs) Nothing. Right. I had plans to go and see um, my ex-husband and my dogs that day because I wanted to see my dogs and catch up with Michael.
1: Um, Are we allowed to use his name or do we need to bleep that?
2: No, that's fine. Okay, just checking. Just (laughs) checking. I had to think about that for a second. Um,
0: The car wouldn't turn over. Yeah, car wouldn't
2: turn over. I got lost for a second. car wouldn't turn over. And I went, look, I will text and say I can't come because I've got something else happening. You take my car and go to lunch. And he was like, are you sure? But you've had these plans all week and you really wanted to see your dogs. I'm like, look, it's fine. I can go tomorrow. It's not the end of the world. You have... Prepaid for three people to go and have a three-course yes. French lunch. Mm-hmm. Please don't miss out on that. Mm-hmm. Here's my car keys. Off you go. I'll wait for the RACQ man. So I did. Um, and I think Pegs came and picked you up, and then you all yep. went to the restaurant. And about half an hour later, I get a message from
1: Michelle.
3: Well, I, yeah. I I told Jared that I wanted to meet her mm-hmm. because.
1: Like properly meet her, not just awkwardly be called into a sushi yeah. restaurant when you're sick.
3: 100% <laughs> wanted to meet her properly to have a conversation and to to learn about her because if the man that I spent so much of my life with is in love with this girl, she's got to be good. Mm. She's got to be quality. And, you know, he, he wouldn't settle for somebody that um, couldn't love him the way that Carly loves him. And I And I saw that. Mm. And I saw that in the way that... They spent time together. I, I would see the socials and they just looked so happy. And I realised that, you know, I, I loved Jared in my own way but I couldn't love him the way that Carly loved him and the way that he needed to be loved. And so I was like full respect. Um I want to meet Carly, and so the message that she—I've just got it up on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> the very first
2: message Michelle ever sent me was: okay, go. Thank you so much, lovely, for learning Jared your car. It's taken away your time with the puppies, and I really appreciate that. Give the RACQ man a kiss for me, but only if he's hot. <laughs> oh God, because <laughs> <laughs> <Our genes. laughs> then don't. Oh wait, never mind. Corona, and that was <laughs> her first <laughs> message.
3: <laughs> so yeah, and that was really lovely, and so you know, Jared was like. Okay, we've we've just got to go to Aldi first and pick up some stuff. So I thought that was translation for pretty much Carly's freaking out a little bit. She's probably going to like run around and clean up. So Jared texted
2: me, Michelle wants to meet you. We'll be home in 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, fine. Can you make it 45 so I can maybe put some pants on and, like, <laughs> straighten up the house a little bit. And he's like, yeah, cool, I'll go to Aldi and get some chocolate. I'm like, you could get dishwashing powder, but chocolate is fine. <laughs> that is fine.
0: But so meeting – but having sort of uh, a proper introduction with Michelle yeah. didn't phase you coming at like – No, not at all. Dropped on you? No? Jared had no. a
2: gig that night and um, I said to Michelle – do you want to come and we'll have some wines and mm. chat and have dinner? Yeah. And so you stayed and you were in that cute little black dress and those high heels. Oh, it look so day. hot in <laughs> um, And we went out that night and had drinks and danced and listened to music. It was a good time.
0: May I, I check in with Elizabeth at this point? Uh, <laughs> yes. Probably, uh, uh, just quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, how are you feeling over there? I don't
1: get it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused. Your arms
0: are crossed. <laughs> look, I,
1: I, I just, there would have been a little bit of, Okay, can I ask, so when uh, Jared said, uh, Michelle wants to meet you, we're coming over, were you at Jared's, now your house? Yes. And were you living there at the time or just hanging out there while you were waiting for No, I was living
2: there. Um, Right. The RACQ men had recently left. Um, I was watching... Uh, Formula One on Netflix, I think. I was just, like, relaxing on the couch just watching cars go around and Jared was like, Michelle wants to meet you. We'll be there in half an hour. I'm like, okay, I'll put pants on and maybe run a comb through my hair. And, yeah, she got there and, I'd like, I had no reason to dislike this woman and I think it was about time that we met because by this point it had been probably five months. Mm
1: -hmm. You weren't nervous even a little bit? No. See, even if... Even if I didn't feel weird about the situation, I would still be nervous in that I would want, yeah. if they were friends, I would want her to like me and I would be nervous in that way. I would be nervous that, y- that I mean, you wouldn't like me. Mm.
3: No, I understand that.
2: I, I was like, it doesn't matter if she likes me or not because I'm in a relationship with Jared and that's my priority. I always said to Jared, it would be a bonus if mm. Michelle and I could be friends because it means that his social life would be so much easier because then everyone could come and he wouldn't have to do separate things with separate people Mm. and that's exactly what it turned out to be where like we constantly are going out like yeah yeah.
3: (laughs) and it's great like i never thought that i would have this sort of relationship with carly but i hoped for that because yeah jared meant so much to me and that any woman that he would see as a potential wife i would want her to be beautiful, um, mate. You picked my engagement room I did. Oh my god! What? Oh my <laughs> we deep.
0: went.
1: We
2: went oh, shopping. For okay. that. I'm getting
0: uncomfortable. My so so teeth
1: hurt. That is so sweet that my teeth <laughs> fucking yeah. hurt. Like so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> About five, four or five
2: months after that, Michelle was like, "Let's go out and get our nails done and have a boozy lunch." I was like, "Fuck yeah, oh, we had Saturday. cocktails. Let's amazing. do it." um we got our nails done she went let's go try an engagement rings that's for fun because she just started a new relationship and obviously jared and i were really secure and i was like why not and i found this exact ring that i'm wearing um yeah and i showed michelle Ah. and i've got a video of michelle going yeah that's the one that's the one so michelle took the details of the ring on a little card that you get from the jewelers and gave that card to jared and said if in the future this is what you no want, pressure. this is the exact ring that she chose today. What, a, what Christ, a service that's fucking thoughtful. And about three months later, mm. that's the one that I got.
3: See, he pulls this face. Um, you'll know it. It's kind of like...
2: Yeah.
3: Where he's like, you're right, but I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah,
2: when he's trying not to smile and so he's a, like, a oh. A poor oh, poker yeah.
0: face maybe yeah, he's got to yeah, tell. pretty yeah. much. shitty poker face.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just... Because of the person that Carly is, such a kind, beautiful person that is like, how can I help you? You know, how can I help you? But that's your nature
2: with a lot of people.
0: Like,
3: yeah, but that's your nature too. And so oh my God. I could see. <laughs>
0: it's a tennis match of compliments. <laughs> <laughs> I no, but you're so sweet. No, you're <laughs> so
3: sweet.
1: Stop it. No, I think stop.
2: I think it's just been an absolute blessing that – I've been able to add, like, another member to our family. Like, Michelle – like, we have Christmas at my parents' every year. Yep. Last year it was at my brother's house. Michelle comes to my family Christmas. Yeah. Like
1: – What do your family think about that? They
2: think it's wonderful. Oh, they love me. Lovely. They, they really they do.
1: do. <laughs> she
2: calls my dad, dad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and um, I call my mum. Happy yeah. birthday, by the way. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, mummy, today. Oh, okay. Anyway. She, if you're listening. Um, but I think – it like it's been what four years, and um, at the end of twenty twenty two, I asked you to be August's godmother. Mm. So August is my two year old; he's my eldest. Ugh. Emily is my baby; she's eleven months, and uh, Michelle is the godmother to both of them. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's just I knew that it would be. Super important because Michelle obviously was never blessed with children Mm. and she treats the kids like they came out of her, honestly. I love them so much. But I wish you would discipline them more. You let them no, get away with no, whatever. E- no, no, that's the godmother's prerogative. Yeah, jobs, that's yeah. the <laughs> rule of godmothers. That's <laughs> exactly what my mum says as well. That's yeah.
1: a grandmother's <laughs> prerogative. Yeah. No, aunties get the same spoiling regulations. Like, that's, that's just the rule. That's true. Rules. You came yeah. over
2: last week and gave my son nuggets and chocolate and he was like, this is the best day ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, auntie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Mummy went that's down beautiful. to go because they forgot some of our potato <laughs> and gravy <laughs> <laughs> and he just came up and started pointing at my plate. So I just was like, chip. Chip, yeah. chocolate, chip. Do you Forget want the blueberries that mummy gave you. <laughs> Chips. Yeah, sorry,
0: sorry, Carly, you're not going to win <laughs> I'm though. not even
2: sorry because these are the beautiful yes. memories that my son will have mm-hmm. that like his Aunty it gives him fried food and Aunty mostly gives him cuddles and chocolate and plays cars with him. Like you – I am a massive believer of you choose your family. Mm. Massive believer. I have an incredibly well-functioning biological genetic family, but I've also chosen some beautiful people to be a part of my village and um, the two women in this room are in- included in that little village. Stop. You were a bridesmaid yeah, yeah. at my wedding for years. I to say. know. <laughs> and
1: I'd only known you for a couple of years. So I was just like, what the fuck? But instantly it was, I've said it a billion times yep. again. Yep. I just met Carly and was like, yeah, this person, we're going to be like, we're yeah. going to be. I saw you in your bloody fucking, what do you call them, wimple from the oh, Sound, the Sound of Sound Music, of music. <laughs> dressed yeah, as a nun. Right. And I was like, this girl. <laughs> the most comfortable <laughs> costume I've ever worn in Mine no, was the worst. <laughs> I looked like Mrs. fucking Doubtfire. It it was really awful. I was the housekeeper in Sound and Music and they put me in the ugliest fucking costume. <laughs> I was in the, the ugliest. Yeah, <laughs> it was were, so yeah, bad.
0: So <laughs> Is, does this work because of I'm not giving him all the credit, but because of Jared. Not because solely, but because he's such a gr- like a decent human being. Like he has Whitney. a rule, mm. Tom,
2: that he it's so we call it the no fuck wit rule. Mm. He does it he wants to surround himself with good people. Yeah. And he will kind of realize very quickly if the kind of person is someone he wants to welcome into his little village. Mm-hmm. And so we've got, you know, a, a nice little collection of people he collects lovely people. Um I knew very quickly that he was a lovely person and I think that he's intelligent and balanced, and this
0: episode has very
2: quickly become How Good Is Jared? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Really>? <laughs>
1: I'm just like, he's going to listen to this and be like, <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. It might
0: it might be with merit, because uh, I've never met the chap, but I've heard a lot of... Uh, satellite reports from uh, from about this man. He's good people. And it Look, he's
1: not an angel. I will oh, no, put it out course. there. I'm not. He's not an angel. Nobody is. I'm not.
0: But uh, yeah, nobody is. In a world where it's very easiest to get for us to go, ah, oh, such and such over there. Oh, he's a great guy. I think it sounds like Jared mm. is a great guy. Like he, I don't think this would work. This relationship yeah.
1: between you two would work if any of the three of you were a bit of a red flag of a human, honestly. Mm. I think the fact that I think the fact that you were able – see, I'm just projecting now because yes, I would be jealous that, as fuck, right? That was fuck, my hypothesis. Right? Like, we're all listening. I'm projecting. But I would be jealous if I was you and you did a really good job of going, well, actually, you know, Jared has a really good head on his shoulders so he wouldn't pick someone that's – you know, and then you just never fucking being flustered about anything. I don't fucking believe you, but we're going to, I still think there has to have at least we'll been. Okay. We'll so for the first few months I was
2: incredibly intimidated by Michelle. I knew it.
1: I knew it. There because there of go. how
2: beautiful
3: she oh. is. Yeah. Oh.
1: Right. Like there's got to be at least a little bit of, I want her to like me or um, how do I, come after that,
3: you
2: know? I just – I couldn't understand why Jared would find me attractive when this is his ex-wife. I
3: 100% understood why he found you attractive. Yeah, but like – you're a beautiful woman, and you're kind, and you have all the qualities that Jared. Girl,
2: you are half Filipino with golden eyes. You need to <laughs> sure, oh, sure. Like, you're okay, both we fabulous. Need to put a photo okay, in the ghost of it boyfriends past group therapy group of us together, just so they
0: can no. understand. Why can't we just? accept We them just to imagine
1: faces. in our heads and hear <laughs> what you have said about each other in this episode. So um,
3: Jared's a genuine man, and you know. None of this would have worked if Carly yeah. wasn't the person that she is. Because mm-hmm.
2: If I'd have gone in and gone, nah, none. fuck that. You're not going to have dinner with your ex every week. I want your time. Mm. Then, honestly, I doubt Jared and I would be married right now.
0: And uh, it, 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 neither of you brought any of the aforementioned societal baggage to this? Where you, I, It doesn't sound like you, either of you were suspicious or uh, brought anything of like, no, no that's not... We don't do that. We don't hang out with our exes' partners. We don't do – you You didn't bring any of that baggage to the table. You're just like, yeah, he's a good guy. You're good. You're cool. I'm pretty cool.
2: One of my exes came to work. our wedding and yeah. I've, I've done shows with him and hung out with him socially a few times and Jared doesn't have an issue with it. So I think it's because Jared and I are very secure in our relationship and our marriage and I know – I trust him – Uh, A thousand percent and he's the same with me. Like there is never going to be any sort of Mm. infidelity. We are sometimes brutally honest with each other. Um, And that's the thing. Like if you ever tell me anything, you know that Jared probably knows. Unless you say it is very important that nobody else knows this. There are still some secrets that my husband does not know.
3: So, I tell them pretty much everything. Yeah, I know everything same about time. Time. <laughs> so, yeah. you. So, know, we've, we've got a, a three way group chat yeah. that we
1: use every
2: single day just to communicate. So, yeah, nuts. <laughs> I think you're nuts.
1: Um, So, this is the part of the podcast where we normally talk about what you've learned yeah. over the um course of, of both your relationship ending, your relationship beginning, and both of your relationships with each other. Beginning and flourishing. So are there things that you've learnt along the way that you'd like to share?
3: I think for me um, I've learned a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what I was expecting back then, mm. like a Hollywood ending for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but not everything is a fairy tale. Nope. And, um, you are the
2: queen of making the same mistake again and again and again, though. Here
3: we go. Here's the
1: goss. <laughs> Fill the tea. <laughs> I Wait. am too, girl. Don't worry about it.
3: Like, like walking red flag right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm okay. Um, but yeah, look, I, I've learned a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried to be patient with myself mm-hmm. and with the mistakes that I make. I go to Carly and Jared for guidance all the time because I do doubt myself a lot and I do have you know issues with my own confidence and I have insecurities as well but they're my family and they're my rock and I know that it doesn't matter what I'm going through they might have to tell me some hard truths which I accept I you can't offend me, really. Sometimes
2: I have to take off my friend hat and put on my therapist hat yeah. and go, "All right, is this the best choice that you could be making for you?" But oh, I think all humans do that. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: you have to. You, it's good and healthy to do have that relationship mm. with people. You so don't want to be surrounded thing.
1: by yeah. yes people all mm. of the time. Mm. Like that's not support. Support someone that's just going to say yes to everything mm. that you do isn't support. It's just it's I don't oh, know. Oh, Michelle what it is. will it's bullshit. be
2: brutally honest yeah. with me yeah. if I ask her a question. But like, even something as as simple as like. Like, oh, I really like this bag. Should I get this one or this one? (laughs) That is the response that I will get. It is ugly. Why would you want to put that on your body?
3: But there have been times where, you know, she's messaged me privately to say, look, what do you think about this for Jared? Or what if I did Mm. this? Or, you know, and I'd be like, to be honest with you, this is a, you have to, don't surprise him with this. You need to ask him if this is what he wants because he might turn around and go, you've just wasted your money. And he's not shy about hurting your feelings in that way. Yeah. <laughs> um Carly's very, very patient with Jared. And um
2: I think we are with each el- each other, but that's just our relationship.
3: Oh, he has grown incredibly and I, I agree ha- with
2: that. He used to be very very impatient and um very short. And I would not say impatient. when he was with Michelle <laughs> towards the end of their marriage that he would become quite short with her um well, he was angry yeah i, I get that i and mean I both tried of to you be, grew apart
3: yeah i tried to be patient with him he's um, very
2: understanding now
3: yeah he is and we even had a little bit of a discussion around that today in our group chat um did we <laughs> yeah. scroll back me get me the oh you were working <laughs> Sorry, you can oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Sorry, I actually work at my job, Michelle.
1: <laughs> Sorry about it. Harley, what have you learned over the last 4 years in getting to and getting along with um your husband's ex essentially? You know what I've
2: learned? How weirded people are, mm. weirded out people are about this. Yeah. Like it's it's a it's a thing where so I was out um a couple of weeks ago and bumped into a couple that have known Michelle and Jared for like ten years, and they they mentioned it's it's really lovely that uh, you're all. Friends no one with means each the other. word lovely.
1: They're like, exactly. they mean weird.
2: Yeah, they said lovely, and I'm like,
1: you don't I've think that been lovely. I know you both, and I still <laughs> think it's weird. Like, I don't, I can't fathom a world where that would happen. But then again, maybe it's because I date
0: dickheads. Is it? But it. it so why is this is uh are Carly and Michelle and Jared like the 0.5% of the population that can make this happen with these circumstances I know. or uh, 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 have we overridden the sort of societal mood of when you break up with someone you're meant to go back to your friends and and uh, bag them and say that's it I'm never it, like I think
1: <laughs> if you had a
2: garbage breakup absolutely mm, yeah.
0: but if it, you it seems ended to be that things... any breakup has, has to be I don't know. I just would
1: feel, I just would feel intimidated. Like you said, Mm. I would feel intimidated and a little bit jealous and a little bit like, but what if those feelings are never gone? Mm.
3: Because my baggage is (laughs) I get cheated on. Um, I know Jared well enough to know that when, again, when he says that he's in love, he's 100% there. Yeah. So I knew that when he said I'm in love with Carly, he was not in love with me anymore. And I know that while he loved me, and I loved him, he's with Carly now. Yeah. yeah. And I 100% accepted that because I didn't want to risk losing him mm. out of my life. Like I, I spent such a long time with him. Why would I all of a sudden want to do a backflip and pretend he didn't mm. exist to me? Like he yeah. supported me emotionally, financially, spiritually. He would constantly – be like you want to try to do this then go for it like you do we that. still
2: support you emotionally yeah no, thanks <laughs> there's another <laughs> thing that i have learned actually um how annoyed i got so i moved into the house that jared and michelle bought together as yes, a yes i was couple. gonna ask
1: you questions about the house
2: so jared carried michelle over the threshold of this house how when did they you bought deal it
1: deal with that
2: it's weird especially when i moved in and sorry but your shit was everywhere and to be honest some of it still is. But anyway, I've been working on it. Every time sorry. Michelle comes over just to pop in for dinner take or to pop take in. a crate of shit I home. put something yeah. in the backseat of her car. And she's like, oh, I don't want it. And I'm like, oh, I'll put it in the bin. No, 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 don't put it in the bin. Well, you take it or it goes in the bin because it doesn't live here anymore. So, yeah, and that, that was the thing. Like I would open up a cupboard and um, there would be like Michelle's wine glasses. And I'm like, are you going to take these? And so I did the thing. I made. I made Jared buy new mattresses for both beds.
1: Mm. Yes. Fair cool.
2: I made Jared buy all new sheets. Fair cool. Yep. Because I was not going to be in a relationship with someone and sleeping in you a bed. You were yeah.
1: weirder about the house than yep. you were about the woman. I know. How weird is that though? That's why I, yep. I think that's why I had to uh, – that's why this whole time I've been thinking there's got to be something because I know how weird you were about the house and going, this isn't my house, mm. this is their house. And I'm like, you live there, you're married, you're you, you. You. know. You painted a wall, it's your house now. Did you ever feel strange that Carly
3: moved into that house? I actually didn't. Like the main thing was was that Jared's found this amazing woman that loves him in a way that I never You felt a bit weird about the wall painting. The wall was weird because Dean had painted that for like essentially a wedding gift. So I had this um this burgundy reddish wall that I was gonna put a mirror up and get photos of the people that I love. So it sounds so
0: sentimental. No, it matters.
3: But my plan was to, you know, put pictures up of me and Jared and my family and all our beautiful friends. And so when I looked in the mirror, I was surrounded by love. That was like the sentiment that, is that really I had. Cute. And so And Carly went, Fuck this burgundy wall. No. See, I didn't know yeah. that Carly had this sensory thing,
2: so synesthesia, where I feel uh, emotions yes, through colors. Yes. So mm-hmm. I didn't know That's that. True. So, so when sitting in a lounge room with a great big red wall, yes, yeah, I would always
3: feel a little bit anxious. Yeah. See, I my work uniform is red, my wallet's <laughs> red, my phone case is red. Everything about me in my life, like every red surrounds me everywhere. That's why I loved it. Mm. I didn't know that she had this sensory thing. Mm. So when she painted the wall, she made a comment, and I misinterpreted that in a major way and I felt sad that I thought that whenever she looked at that wall it was just a reminder of mm. my marriage to Jared that was what was in my head and she's like right. "No, no 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 that's not the case at all mm. and then she completely explained herself and then I'm like I get it now but yeah that made me sad because I was like oh I thought that we were like all I thought we were okay and mm. but you can be okay
1: and still feel weird about stuff like I still remember even with the ex that I'm no longer with like he had a lot of things that his ex had given him that he you know like Mm. so he had this this is one thing that really pissed me off he had this photo he'd done this photo session with his ex and it was him on one photo and her on the other and the two photos were looking at each other and then when I moved in with him he just replaced her photo with my photo (gasps)
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, it's not a it's swap not in, swap out of no. is it? No, no.
1: So there are little replace things Replace his just some... photo too, thanks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually nearly smashed it when I left the house. Oh, I
2: accident. You nearly you did. Fell.
0: I know, I there's so
1: many things I nearly did. But
0: yes, that's... It's I think my lesson learned is that people in your partners, your current partner's past, can matter to them. They can... Uh, they, they
1: helped they shape who they are yeah, as absolutely. humans.
0: I, I had a seven-year relationship before my current re- relationship and... I would be doing my Exodus service if I never talked about fond memories with her in front of my partner. Like, uh, I saw a lovely sent uh, photo online, and it was a a, a wife of uh, taking a photo, uh, nice uh, of her current husband at her at his, at his ex wife's grave, saying, oh. "I he uh, like she mattered to him." So, I'm g- of course, I'm going to drive him to here and, oh, and leave stop. your flowers. So people in your partner's past can, can be important and can matter. You don't, I don't know, uh, you don't have to be sort of, on edge about everyone, yeah. I suppose. Hmm. And
1: look, I've learnt that I should probably not say it's so fucking weird all the time. <laughs> Just replace
0: the, the, the swear word. It's lovely. Guess, yeah. It's so lovely. <laughs> <you guys. laughs> but I know what lovely means, Elizabeth.
1: <laughs> no, here's the thing. I've learnt that a lot of the time I'm projecting a lot of my baggage onto other people's relationships when I judge them yep. through this podcast and I do it a lot. Um, I'm still going to do it because that's what this podcast is. Um, but I think it's important to know that if you – do have a good relationship with an ex that they exactly, as you said, they have helped shape you. And there's a lot of, I guess, not my uh, last ex, he's garbage. But the one before mm. that, a little less garbage. But there's a lot of – we spent, what, six, seven years together and there are a lot of things of who I am today that were because I dated him. Mm. And, yep. you know, We grew I, from the
2: experiences we have and the people Well, because we the meet.
1: girl that he married, I – Initially didn't like her because she fucking hated me. Mm. Um, That's a reason to dislike someone. Yeah, I yeah. was like, she hates me, <laughs> so I have to hate her back. Having seen them and having seen how long they've been married for, I'm like, oh, that works. We didn't work, but like, mm. I get how that works. I really do. So, Liz, My,
2: I think.
0: Oh, sorry, Carla, you go.
2: My ex husband um, has since remarried to a wonderful woman, and it it absolutely made me realise that oh, we didn't work, but they. Absolutely, yep.
0: were yeah, there you go, yep. Liz? I would say you're in the majority uh, of our our readers listening at home uh, that are that have knee-jerked knee to a negative to, yeah. to hearing this story. Hang on, that's weird. What the fuck? Um, what are you hiding? Where's the wanna, tea? So I don't want to hear from you readers that think this is strange. <laughs> we, we're the, you're in the majority. I want to hear from the readers that are like, no, well, this is, this makes sense. I've done this in my past. I'm, fri- I'm friends with my partner's ex or How do you go when up?
1: kids are in the, like shared kids hey? are in the relationship as well? Are you still friends? How do you co-parent? I want to hear all the stories of people who both get on with their exes and get on with their exes new partners or if you've had an amusing uh, anecdote of how you've met the ex's new partner like they were really sick and he waved them into a sushi restaurant (laughs) and (laughs) snot dripping down her face
0: uh, I mean Carly and Michelle took it to such a level Michelle as we know Michelle's a godmother of Carly's mm. children like that's that's ex-
2: she's uh, my go-to babysitter that's an
0: extreme uh, I, I don't Thanks mean extreme that. negatively here that's a w- so if, if you at home have got to that kind of level with uh, in relation to this let us know I want to uh, fascinated by this because it's not a story or a scenario that you come along in the wild much is it mm. no really, certainly it not the, one where
1: there's no, you know, there's, there's there's no children that have to be co-parented yeah. and you still are happy to refer to each other yes. as family. Yes. I think Absolutely. that's quite remarkable and wonderful. I think you're both wonderful. This has been enough of a loving so I'm not going to go yeah. too gushy
3: about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We all know how I feel about hearts and flowers. Um, but if you have a similar story, please write in yes, at ghostofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. Or if you would like to be a guest on one of our main episodes, you can go to that'snotcanon.com forward slash ghost of boyfriends past and fill in the form. It gives you a couple of dot points to fill in about what the story is about so that we can write back to you and say, hey, we'd love to have you on the podcast. In the meantime, we are going to put all of Carly's other episodes um, in the show notes. Michelle, thank you so much much for yes. spending your Thank very you first time here it's been absolutely wonderful having you both and um yeah please write in tell us are you friends with an ex's new partner and why
2: <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well